Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to Made by Mamas, the podcast. I'm Zoe. And I'm Georgia. And we're here talking all things parenthood. You know, the real conversations. Tips and tricks. Products we love. And brands we can't live without. Let's get into it. So I know that this is a podcast that you are absolutely going to want to listen to because the conversation um, definitely between Georgia and I, but between all of our friends at the moment is the cost of living crisis, how much things have gone up, how much money we need to live now. And I know that there are a lot of worried parents out there. So we thought we would get a financial expert, TV expert, financial advisor. He knows everything about money. And he's also a dad of four. So he's been through all of the feels and all of the emotions. It's going to be a good one today. Uh, please welcome Emmanuel Asuko to the podcast. You you just told us before we jumped on, you said you're the bearer of bad news. How is the bearer of bad news coping at the moment? You know what? It's tough. It's very, very, very tough. Um, I was telling people, I was telling people the other day, like they announced the budget, um, and I was, mm. I, I was on, I had to be on Jeremy Vine, so I'm literally in the car on the way to the studio, listening to the budget, and I'm like, okay, okay, this is okay, this is okay, okay, you're helping rich people even more, okay, and then I'm waiting for the here's here's what we've got for the poorest in society, and it didn't come, and I had to be live on air. And people are calling in, like, you know, struggling to put on my heating. I, I'm struggling to have food. What are the government doing for me? And I had to be like, oh, not much, really. Mm-hmm. And it's just, like, so difficult when people are really struggling. I just feel like it's such a hard time right now. You know, you can't tell people go on budget or switch accounts. It's just not, it's, it's not enough. Mm-hmm. Emmanuel, just break it down for us what happened with the budget. For people that don't know anything about, you know, how, how, how money is kind of, you know, um, I guess split up and kind of, yeah, yeah, how that whole kind of budget is formed. Just just break it down to us in layman's terms. So, so the budget, basically, the government have a philosophy. They have an idea of how they think the country is going to improve. And each different government has their own different ways of doing it. So, you know, um, Liz Trust has come in and their idea is all about growth. They think if we can make money, if people are making money, we can attract um, affluent people, we can attract investors, we can attract money to the UK and that will have a benefit to the economy and then those benefits will trickle down to the poorest in society. And so their their aim is saying, look, we want to make it easier for you to make money. We want to make it easier for you to do business. We want to let the world know that we are open for business so people come over. And so to do that, they've announced tax cuts. They scrapped things like IR35, which they brought in. I know. So, 
Hold on, Emmanuel, have they scrapped IR35 because I was moved on to IR35 with my with my global contract yes. at heart and suddenly I felt like I was being double taxed. Yes. So that's now scrapped, has it? From April, it no longer exists. And, and the reason being is that these types of things have led to a lot of people saying, well, we can't make money in the UK. We're going to go to the Middle East where there's no there's no tax to pay, mm. or we're going to go and work. Because yeah. remember, a lot of this stuff you can be in the UK, you can work for another company online, you can be all over. So what 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 was happening is that we're actually they were losing talent because people were feeling like you know they were being mispaid, mistaxed, and being taxed too much. So for the top earners, yeah. great, you've got a ta- discount. So if you earn over 155k, 150k, sorry, now you're only going to pay 40% tax. So before you paid 45% tax. Basic rate tax went down from 20% to 19%. So if you are making money, this was a budget where you're like, wow, this is great. Um, I'm going to see more of my money. In fact, I'm now motivated to make even more because I'm going to keep more of it. But if you are struggling, obviously we've got the price cap on, on the energy and they did the same thing for businesses where they've done the price cap for six months. But, but other than that, there's no real new benefits that they're bringing, only the ones that the old, old, old government announced beforehand. So it is a real hard time. Do you know what I read? Um, I read that the money that people who are in that top tax bracket would will, will save could have funded universal 15 hours free childcare for like absolutely every person in the UK between the ages of three months and three years. Yeah. And wow. I was like... Oh my god! Like you know, uh, uh, and then that then I suddenly thought, wow, that really puts things into perspective. Yeah, exactly. Because, uh, wow. I mean, I, I don't know very much, but I, I read that, and that really like struck. Yeah, home. of course. I thought, <laughs> you know, for parents listening as well that are sort of reliant on that, you know, the fifteen or the thirty-three hours, depending on the income, yeah. you know, things like childcare. We have that. We have that discussion constantly. That it's virtually impossible. You, how much money do you have to earn to mm. look at, you know, so that you can work and have someone else looking after your child? Mm. It's virtually impossible. And that's why you're seeing, you know, lots of people not going back to their jobs yeah. because it's cheaper for one they parent. Can't. To, they can't. Mm. They can't. Yeah, I mean, we, we, like I said, we've got, I've got four kids. So at any given time, we had two in childcare and we just couldn't afford like a, a nursery that stays open from early in the morning and you can leave until late. We could yeah. only afford a day nursery. So my wife, so between mm. me and my wife, we both had to make sure that we could pick them up at you know three at three o'clock or whatever, and, and we couldn't do the the, the early yeah. mornings and late because the cost was just so much that mm. literally my wife would be going to work just to pay for childcare, which doesn't really make sense. No, I mean, some of those doesn't. some of those day nurseries are one hundred and forty quid a day. Yeah, or, is that right yeah, yeah. for two children in there? Yeah. Seventy quid a day. Yeah, per, yeah? so you've got yeah. you got two kids in there. That that's extortionate. Absolutely yeah. fourteen hundred around here. It's fourteen hundred pounds a month to put um, your child. That actually might only be four days a week. That might not even be five days exactly. a week. Um, that's one child. One child. It's it, it, it is just. Oh, I don't even know what to say because it's it's it seems crazy and it, and I just can't get my head around how I mean so many of us do it don't we because yeah. we, we have to mm. um, but so many people can't like literally cannot do it it doesn't doesn't make sense the numbers don't add up yeah and when you look at it like you look at other countries like in America or in Europe a lot of the time childcare is provided either by the workplace mm. or by or by government to ensure that people can go to work it's a common sense if you want to get people into work make sure that there are not the barriers stopping them from actually working. But instead, we just said, well, no, you got to pay your own childcare. Three is a long time. I don't know about you, but that, those three years felt like yeah. the longest time ever. 
And even if you wanted to go back to it, it was, it's so difficult. And now maybe, you know, maybe having work from home allows a little bit of balance. But before they wouldn't even let, you know, work from home happen. And so it's been, it's been no. so tough. I know the pandemic was, was very terrible, but if not for the pa- pandemic, I don't think, you know, my wife now, she works remote. She doesn't go into the office so she can, and she can take her lunch break to go and pick up the kids from school. If not, if not for these types of things, how does she get back to work? How, how could she be employed? Mm. If not, she had to, she had a cake business that she was running, which again, during the, during the, the, the lockdown, she had no customers, you know, and it was a really, really hard time for our family. And so I just think, you know, the, the people in, in charge and in power maybe don't really understand what normal people are going through. Now, let's get into these questions. So we're going to do a, a Q&A with you today, yes, Emmanuel. We've had so many questions sent in, as I thought, as you know, George and I thought we would. We'll, we'll kick off on the childcare kind of avenue. How to afford childcare for two kids when I go back to work after my second baby? It's so difficult. Childcare is so difficult, especially in that zero to three period. It's, it's, there's, there's, there's not much out there for anyone. I think what, what the way we did it, if you can, we had support. So we had um, grandparents that could either um, leave them for a day. My wife um, used to only work f- um, four days instead of three, so that we were only paying for three days. I think you just got to work out what you can budget and what you can actually afford and try and make it work in between that. But it is very difficult. But at the same time, I think it's really important to have that balance because I found for my wife, going to work made her a better person. You know, like not Mm. speaking to a child and dealing with a child. She was Mm. so much Mm. happier. She spoke to adults on a a regular basis. She felt like she was achieving and accomplishing stuff. And I think it's so important that we don't just avoid, you know, going to and just stay at home just for the cost. Try and try and find a way to make it balanced and make it work. Emmanuel, yeah. do some child settings, do they do early funding for two-year-olds? I think that is in certain nurseries, they do do that. Is that, is that, would that be dependent on, on your income? Income, benefits, sometimes it's dependent on how much, sometimes you have to work a certain number of hours as well to qualify. It depends on your area. Right. It depends on how many children because um, they might have run out of funding, so they can only fund. Sometimes it's limited to a certain number of children. It depends on um, how long you've claimed certain um, benefits and it there's it's right. such a there's so many loopholes that you need to you know speak to your your local um or for, for speak to your local and see what what's available to you and, and speak to the nursery because the nursery will, will let you know as well yeah also i was gonna say i mean we were talking about nurseries i think sometimes when you've got two children it's worth looking into other childcare options yeah. so like for instance like a child minder quite often yes. their hourly rate is less and also they might be a little bit more flexible mm. certain nurseries when you sign up you have to sign up to the seven until seven you know that you just pay that rate even if you're only using it nine till four or whatever whereas um like a child minder you might be paying just for the hours that you have them um or even like you know like one-to-one childcare, like a nanny Mm. if you've got two children actually it can work out cheaper than sending two children to nursery um again because you can pay just the hours that you need rather than the whole the whole lot yeah yeah and also i think one thing i will say just from experience is the the whole you know the 33 hours thing that they that they some children do qualify qualify for i think it's a term after they turn three you have to be so on it Mm. in terms of getting that childcare number you have to keep every three months they send you messages going right you need it's time for you to update your details and if you don't get it within the window 
you lose funding for that term. And it happened to us once and we suddenly got a bill for two and a half grand or whatever it was. And it came completely out of left field. But that was my, that was me dropping the ball. Mm. So, you know, that whole childcare system, you have to be really, really on top of. Yeah. Don't ever lose, you know, don't ever get distracted because then suddenly you're like, oh, well, I mm. don't have my childcare number. And actually now I'm not qualifying for funding. It's quite, it can come like a bolt out the blue. Yeah. And also actually, you just mentioned that there's tax-free childcare as well. Yeah. So um, you can you go on and basically you pay you pay your childcare um and you get you get a discount you, you pay it before tax yeah before yeah you, yeah, you yeah. get your tax-free so benefits yeah, yeah so you get tax-free benefits again that's what you have to update all the time um but I, do you know you can use that still when they're in school i didn't know that until recently so if they go to any like I don't know tutoring or uh even just like sports things a lot of them you can use that um, oh, that's interesting. That's that. thing. Yeah, I didn't know it till the other day. This is from Rachel. Food is priority, yeah. but costs more than our budget. We still want to do days out, but can't afford any. Yeah. So she's basically saying she knows that food is the priority, but they still want to have you know days out with their children. Yeah. What what can they do? So yeah, this is a big one. Obviously, we got we got a family of four, and it's it's, it's really difficult. I think the the things that we've done that's really helped us maybe have money left over is really plan our meals but not just plan our meals, get our kids involved in planning our meals. So with, I'm sure you all know with kids that they'll just wake, wake up, they'll just wake up one day and be like, I don't like that anymore. Or I don't eat that anymore. Or I don't want that anymore. Mm. When they're in part of the process of actually, you know, selecting the meals, um, number one, it teaches them about the fact that, you know, it costs money and give them a little budget as well. So it gives them that kind of understanding that actually this costs money. But number two, also, when they, what kids really know about what's fair. And so if they've said that they want this meal and you make it and then they say they don't want it anymore, they'll, my kids anyway, they tell each other that, like, no, but you have said, you agreed that you want, it becomes a lot difficult for them to say, I'm not going to eat it because mm. they were a part of the process. And then also yes. planning the meals means that there's less wastage in regards to, you know, what you're going to actually make. Because sometimes, you know, I remember before we started doing this, it was like, we'll get home and be like, oh, so what do you think we're going to eat tonight? And it's like, well, let's plan it. Let's have these, so we can really buy, sometimes it's even buying in bulk so that we can know that, okay, we're, we're going to eat a certain thing that's going to last maybe two days, for example. So we can, so, we, so we're, we're planning our meals ahead. I think also in regards to snacks, I don't know about you guys, but can I have a snack? Can I have a snack? How many snacks mm-hmm. do you have? Oh, and so we, yeah. we actually had to think about changing our snacks. Like what are the snacks that actually are affordable? And then also we have a snack chart so we actually have a chart so we limit them because before it was just like they're going there they're having an apple having a banana and because they're eating fruit but fruit is expensive and so mm. they're having fruits then they're having yogurts then they're having that like, then they're still having it's like a bottomless pit and sometimes I think maybe they're just a bit bored or whatever it's not actually that they need need the snack so we, we create a snack yeah. chart to again make it fair and say look everyone can have this many snacks per day when you get a snack mark it on the chart and that way, you know, it's, it's, it's again meant that we're not spending as much money on snacks and stuff to give us yeah, money. That's a really, over. really good tip, actually. Yeah, that's, I love that, Emmanuel, from you. I, I also think with regards to the day out stuff, I think as parents, we can get completely bamboozled by these like, you know, go to this farm. Mm. It's going to cost you sixty pounds, and yeah. you need to Lego buy the feed. Land, all, these, all like yeah. you know, wherever a theme park. But even just going to stroke a goat, yes. it's like I don't want to spend sixty quid to go and stroke a goat. Thanks. No. So uh, my advice to you on that is um, to this lovely lady, Rach. You can dress up 
a day out and put it and give it a different hat. You can yeah. say to your kids, right, we're going on a bug hunt today and we're going to go to a forest that costs nothing to get in. You can take a picnic in the boot, regardless of, you know, even if it's, if it's, you know, slightly wet out, they just, they just need the right clothes on to be able to deal with that. Kids don't really know a day out at the beach, you know, a park, something that is free. You can take a picnic and you can even have it out the back of the boot of your car if you've got one. Do you know what I mean? I don't think there's, you shouldn't feel, and I know we all do, that pressure of having to do stuff with them constantly that costs money. Mm. It's outrageous. So a couple often, of hundred quid sometimes yeah, at a weekend. I'm like, I was going to say, so often when we go on these days out, you know, whether it's to a theme park or whatever it is, I feel quite let down on the way home. Oh, my goodness. I think, God, we've just spent yeah. 200 and something pounds or whatever it is on this day out. What? Like we could have had just as much fun, like going yeah. to the forest at the end of the road, yeah. like you say, or mm. that I think it's just more, it's, it's just reframing it, isn't it? Like you're yes. just spending time together. Yeah. That's it. Yes. Like that's, that's what it is. Yeah. The other day we went to Legoland, no disrespect to Legoland, but we went to Legoland. I almost slapped myself. Like these kids, number one, they're crying. Like, do they know how much it costs us to get here? Complaining about being in the queue. Like, what do you want me to oh, do? Gosh. I can't tell everybody to get out of the queue so you can get on the ride. We have to wait in the queue. And it was like, by the time we got, we spent about three hours there. We had so much. I just said, let's go home. That's it. Right enough. Let's go home. You know Did what I mean? You? It's just too much. Yeah. And it's like, actually, like you said, we could have done stuff at home. We could have done stuff around the park. We could have, we could have done like, you know, a little hunt about landmarks and stuff like that. And, you know, done gone to stuff that are free. You know, like we've got museums. The beach. The beach. We've got museums <laughs> around us that do like free for kids. And they have like. That's what I was going to say. Like yeah. Mm, there's yeah. loads of good stuff in London. Um, I think there's, there is actually a website like called like free days out or something. Yeah. And it lists all, all of those amazing places that you can go and, and you don't have to pay. Yeah, even like it's like just cinema. about getting in there. Yeah. Oh God, yeah. the cinema. I got, I got <laughs> Domino's the other night. Domino's. I'm calling you out on this podcast. <laughs> 20 pounds for a pizza. Are you joking yeah. and Luna's gluten-free ones 14.99 it turns up burnt I went absolutely bonkers that is the last time I'm ever 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 ordering from Domino's yeah, it's just, we went to the cinema obviously Joke. six of us by the time we got the tickets and then got, Jane got the popcorn and their little thing it was like a hundred quid yeah it's, it's crazy it's unbelievable and you right. could do like a movie night at home That's can't you and, and make yeah. it incredible and, and it was like yeah. less yeah. than 20 exactly. quid by the time you pay on pay for the film and then buy snacks and that and stay at home and the kids loved it we made the place start put little lights up do you know what I mean? Drum roll. Yeah. They loved it. Exactly. I, p- I play so um, Madame nice. Fufu at our um, movie nights. I pretend to be a French lady that works at a cinema. <laughs> <laughs> Bonjour, Madame Fufu here. It's absolutely ridiculous. It's going to come back to bite me on the ass one day. <laughs> They'll be so embarrassed by me, they won't want them round. Right, best electricity company. Oh, there's no best electricity company at all. Um, right now, the best electricity company is probably the one you're with. Um, there's no switching... The prices, they're all going to be at the cap. So you're not going to switch and save. They're all going to, because the caps come in, most of them are, if I think all of them are pretty much at, at the cap. No one's gone underneath that because the price is so so high. So there's no real better one. Um, I think where people, when it comes to energy, if you need, if you are struggling and need help, speak to your, definitely speak to your providers. These companies are making lots of profits and they are, some of them are keeping them in t- um, some of it to help people who are struggling, who aren't, can't pay, who have debt and so forth. Also, you know, um, British Gas have a trust, whether you're with British Gas mm-hmm. or not. They, they also have like 
um, payments that they can help to support people who are who are running behind or who are who are struggling on on, on their energy mm-hmm. bills. So the biggest thing is not not to keep silent. But right now there is nowhere where you can switch and get something better or cheaper or anything like that. Really, Brilliant. okay. Thank, good thank to know. you. Um, this is from Cheryl. Kids ices with decent interest rates, please. Interest rates are going up. We are hoping that they're going to pass that on. One, one of the worst things about interest rates is they're very quick to increase mortgages and loans and debt, but they're mm. very slow to increase savings. Um, so Shock. Shock. So what I would say, and I have been telling people, is that you may find a child savings account that offers you a better interest rate than, um, than you get on a ISA. So obviously, I, we've always been told, that open an ISA, it's tax-free. Well, right now, interest rates are not that great. So ISA rates are not that great. So what you go on the comparison website and check, but don't limit yourself to only checking for ISAs. Also check for um, child savings accounts um, and you might be able to get a better rate. And and everyone has a, you have a thousand pounds that you can, thousand pounds of interest you can get before paying any tax. So a lot of the time you're not going to end up paying, your child won't end up paying tax on it anyway. So um, that's probably a, a, a good look, look but yeah just check the price comparison website well, great thank you. Um, this is from Sarah how do I get out of an overdraft great question the best way to get out of an overdraft and a lot of people don't know that you can do this if you know how much you can afford to pay so I, I had an overdraft a student overdraft that I, I and I just left it and never thought about it and, and got caught out so the best thing to do the way I paid it off was I knew I could pay £100 each month and what I did was I'd Save the hundred pounds to the end of the month, pay it in the day before payday, so I know that I don't need it. Pay it in, then call up the bank. Or, you, or my time went into the bank, but now you can call up the bank and get them to reduce your overdraft by the amount that you pay. So what that does is it stops you going back into it because if you put a hundred pound into your overdraft, right? Yeah, just come back again. And then, yeah. and then end of the month, you're, you're struggling. You'll just spend it and go back to where you're at. So actually, now you have an amount. You know, you've got it. Even it could be fifty pounds, whatever it is put it in and then call them up and ask them to reduce your overdraft um, allowance by that amount. So that way, you know you're not going back. You're only going forward. And slowly but surely, it'll paid off. That's really good. We'll be right back after this short break. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Welcome back to this episode of Made by Mamas. Now, where were we? How much is normal for weekly spending on food? That's a great question. I guess it depends on your kids though, right? Yeah, it How depends many you on got? Say like yeah. two adults, two children. It's so vague because it all depends on what you do. But yeah. I, I would say typically most people are in, on, 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 if there's family of four, it used, it used to be around 70 to 80 pounds. 
But the cost right now, especially, for example, if you are living healthy or you are vegan, like, the options are so much more expensive. So if, yeah. um, if you're like, you know, vegetarian, vegetables, fruits, these types of things, especially if you don't add organic and all of this, type, the, the prices are, are, are really, really high. Um, so I think the biggest thing is to just make sure that you are, you are um, planning it. I want to say it, it's an amount, but you are planning your meals and then you're looking at and then also compare. So what people don't, well, you, you can go on websites and compare um, what you're buying. So, for example, if you know you were going to buy a chicken, you could compare how much is that chicken going to cost in Asda, how much is going to cost in Sainsbury's, Tesco, and you could work out, wow. once you know what you're going to buy, you can compare it and say, okay, well, I'm going to, depending on what the saving is, you could say, well, this week I'm going to buy these 10 items from Tesco and these 10 items from Lidl's and, and so forth and try and make sure rather than what a lot of us do is be loyal to one supermarket and go to the, the same supermarket just because we know where everything is and all the aisles and yep, end up spending yep. a lot more. Right. And okay. also top tip from me, never, ever, ever go to the supermarket without a list. That is the worst oh. thing that you or can hungry. do. Or hungry. Oh, oh, oh yeah, hungry. I've been, but yeah, then you end up eating stuff before you paid for it. And then next minute you've got it in your pocket. And, oh, I didn't mean to steal it. Um, <laughs> and, then, and then also um, never, ever, ever go to like a, an extra. Mm. Then you get done with the clothes and the toys and the magazines the and the, all of that on the way in. The expresses are more expensive because they're meant to be convenient, like a local corner shop. The extras, like you said, because they've got everything in there, especially if you go with the kids, it's almost like, I want that, I want this. You've got tantrums. Oh, I do a lot of stuff online, a lot of shopping online. Um, and people are like, oh, but right. you've got to pay for delivery. Number one, like you can you can pay in advance to get a discount on it. So it doesn't cost as much. But number two, you because you are limited, you're not falling for the smells in there. You're not all the little stickers and you're not buying extra. You're just buying what you need and, get, and getting out there. And also you can check your cupboards. So you can open a drawer. Now you don't have like, Penny ketchups. It's just unbelievable in the house. You just keep because you continue to buy it every time you see it. So you can actually open yeah. cupboards and make sure you're ordering what you need. Yeah. And every, everyone knows nice. going shopping with your children is literally the worst day in the world. <laughs> the so worst. why would you ever go to a supermarket with them? Yes. Yeah. Avoid. 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 <laughs> My credit card debt is making it difficult to meet family expenses. Ashamed. I earn good money, but can't seem to get out of it, basically. Okay, cool. Don't, number one, don't be ashamed. I think. I think uh, this has been this this has been a wake up call for a lot of us. We've been having good times previously. Ever since the pandemic, it's just got harder and harder. Like the last two two years have just been been really difficult. So I think a lot of us are going to learn a lot. And when things go back to being good, I think a lot of us will be in a much better position in regards to money and everything like that. Um, I think what you can do if your credit is good enough is potentially look at getting a personal loan. Um, so you could look at doing that and then sp that would then allow you to spread your payments over a longer period of time the only thing if you do that please do close your credit card and any other debts because I have too many people who get a personal loan pay off their debt um, and then spend back on their debt and then just double it so right. you have to be really careful also, if your, if your credit is good, you can move to 0% credit cards. So you can transfer from, you don't have to stick with the credit card you're with. You can get a 0% transfer depending on how much it is um, and, and how much you can get. So you can move it across there. Um, and then if you're really struggling again, you can speak to your credit card company about um, payments and, and managing your payments and so forth. But do be careful because you don't want to get um, any any negative stuff on your credit and so forth but if you are struggling really really struggling then there are charities like um, national deadline citizens advice um cap christians against poverty um turn to us 
the, all these charities can help you go for a budget look at what look at your situation and see if there's any other help they can give you. Mm. are credit cards ever a good idea manuel good question yes and no yes they are a good idea in certain circumstances so i'll give you an example so i, I even hate to mention his name but donald trump yeah he said um when he started his dad gave him a small loan of a million pounds to get started just a small <laughs> small million to get started and today he's, today he's a billionaire yeah and so Ugh. exactly <laughs> but the example is the reason I, I use that example is that in life it takes money to make money and sometimes if we only use the money that we have we're very limited in regards to what we can do and 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 so mm-hmm. sometimes for example with a credit card i only use it to make me money or save me money so I'll give you an example. I want to go on holiday next year. If I save cash for the next 12 months and then buy my holiday in 12 months time, it's going to cost me more because we're nearer to it. I could get a credit interest-free credit card, pay for my holiday now, which is going to save me money, and then use the same 12 months to pay off that credit card interest-free. It's cost me nothing, yeah? Right, yeah. Also, again, if you've got an interest-free credit card, if I see, for, for example, I, uh, I can use it to buy something online and, and sell, for example. So let's say I want to sell some stuff on Amazon or on a, on a marketplace, or I go to a car boot and I see, see some stuff really, really cheap. Potentially, you could use your credit card to buy that stock, sell it online, make your money, pay back your credit card, no interest, and you keep the profit. So sometimes mm-hmm. you can use money to make you money and leverage. The problem is, is we tend to use the money to buy stuff that's going to make us no money and actually leave us in a worse position. So we buy stuff that goes down in value and then we'd hardly ever use it or wear it or whatever. Like I was in a house the other day and this person was like, I want to buy a house, I want to buy a house, but I just can't save. I said, let's go to your wardrobe. We went to their wardrobe. Between the shoes, bags, clothes was £30,000 just in their wardrobe. So mm-hmm. today you're saying you have no deposit for a house, but you've got 30 k in your wardrobe. In, and how many shoes, how many bags, how many clothes, how many belts can you wear at one time? Mm-hmm. So sometimes it's the trade, yeah. it's how we're using the money that's the problem. Mm. I, I've been using um, a credit card like t- for years and years. I like do all my spending on it. And then we, it's a charge card, actually. Yeah. I don't think you can carry it over. Yeah. Um, and so you have to pay at the end of the month. But we collect points yes. and then those points can go towards like an upgrade on a flight yeah. which we would never ever pay for mm-hmm. or um you know anything and so we I've, yeah i mean i guess i kind of use them like that i use them if i get something back yeah that's really clever yeah so we do the same mm. so like we use tesco and then we end up using tesco at the end of the year um to pay for our kids toys for christmas yeah christmas yeah or like the christmas food yeah, shop food, or whatever it's nothing. and that's why sometimes yeah. people are like i'm gonna lose my debit card but use your debit card you get no points no rewards and your money's not exactly. working but, it's, but you can literally use yeah. a credit card and then pay off use it for things that you would have paid cash anyway pay it off and now you've got rewards and points and air miles and all of this type of stuff why are we not being taught more of this at school i feel like there was so much there was such a <laughs> there's such a big hole in my education yeah 
surrounding money and finances. Like my parents did the best that they could. But all of this is such valuable knowledge that mm. at the age of 40, I feel like I'm only starting to get my head around now because I'm in a creative industry that doesn't really, you know, I, I, luckily I've never really got myself into debt because I've never, ever, ever had a credit card. Yeah. But that's because I never, I was, I knew I was going to be on my own. My parents were living in a different country. I had to figure out there was no person to be like, oh, can you help me out? I just had to do it myself. So my dad was like, don't get yourself into debt. But I've never, I, my credit rating is, shit because yes. I've never had a credit yep. card you know I've never used any of these point schemes I've never I've just never really I've just gone like right day to day <laughs> where's the money coming from like how do I figure it out how do I pay for my mortgage you know like I just I'm very much quite matter of fact with it but I'm not clever with it yeah and I feel I feel upset about that that's why we need people like you Emmanuel <laughs> and I'm sure lots of people listening yeah. will agree yeah mm. and I think it, we've got to embrace it I think it's just us as you know like for example in, in our country, you know, we don't, when people are like really wealthy or really rich, it's almost like, it's almost like a sin. Like people will be wealthy and be like, acting like I'm, 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 I'm working class. Do you know what I mean? And it's like, we put, people feel put down about money. We don't have conversations about money. Whereas in other countries, people no. are open about, this is my salary. Well, how, how do I know whether I'm getting paid well if I don't know what other people are getting paid? So mm, this is, yeah. these are the types of things that drive getting on. You end up doing a job, especially, especially women, especially women, like women get... Oh, get, I was about to say that. Especially women get paid, you know, way less than men. But are we having the conversation to know what are your male counterparts earning while doing the same job mm. to make sure that you can go into, an, go into a meeting and say, no, this is my worth. How do you know your worth? If no one ever talks about how much we're getting paid. I'm always really, really proud of women when, they, when they're having those conversations yeah. and they're in those big roles and they're earning the same as men. But mm. it doesn't happen very often, does it? No, no it doesn't. It doesn't but it needs, it needs to happen more. And I think we need to put that pressure on. Should we yeah. go to one more question? Okay, we've got one more question, then we've got to finish up. I think, should we go to the Christmas one? Because yeah. Christmas is approaching. I think a lot of us are really worried about how you know we're going to pay for our bills, let alone Christmas. <sighs> so have you got any savvy Christmas present ideas? Oh, Lord. I think the biggest thing I would say before you even get into any tips or whatever is to understand that no matter how much you spend is it's, it, it's never enough number one and also yeah. it's like your value and your worth is not not based on what how, how much you spend or what you buy uh, like you know a lot of the time especially when you've got kids they just appreciate the time they appreciate the excitement of opening stuff and don't put the pressure on yourself to necessarily feel like you have to pay for stuff so for us we really work out what gifts you want to get if we know right now for example if you've got the money there may be stuff that you wanted to buy for your kids that might be on sale now or might be at yeah. a cheaper price now um, rather than at christmas because at christmas they know people are looking and the prices go up um you know there are there's like you know black friday and all of these types of stuff that you might be might be able to take advantage of as well so but look at bef just before the sale like so in in the run-up make sure you go on the comparison websites to check about check what has the price been for this product for a year there are there are websites that you can go on that can that tell you okay this is this has been 50 pounds so now you they're telling you oh 40 percent off and it's at 60 but actually it's 10 pounds more <laughs> then it's been for the majority of the year so to actually yeah. make sure you're getting mm -hmm. a, getting a real deal also what we do is we've got um nieces we've got i've got sisters so they've got aunties uncles and stuff like that they can help and chip in as well and a lot like for me they haven't got kids so they they help us a lot in regards to you know what present they're going to buy and so forth to make sure we're not duplicating and make sure all the pressure is on us to pay, pay buy all these gifts for our kids we've got grandparents that are looking yeah. to buy gifts so we can we, we can we know what the kids want we can then spread that list around and let people know and yeah. put it in but i think also stuff like christmas we now do it at one house rather than us going mm -hmm. around seven 
seven houses or going to all the different houses and making all different meals. We one house, everyone brings a dish, brings the cost down, have a good time, everyone has fun. That's also, really do great. you know, I think it's really important to be open as well with your friends and your family because in my family we're we've been dreadful with like we do say we're going to do secret santa mm-hmm. and then it doesn't really mean sec- secret santa it means you buy secret santa and then you also buy a present for everybody because th- you just it's just it's just kind of how it's evolved whereas yeah. this year we've literally just been like let's just not buy each other presents yes like let's mm-hmm. just not do it like let's just do it like this but buy presents for the kids and that's it yep. and you'll be so surprised how many people if you say to them do you know what i'm not going to buy for you this year please don't buy for me they'll be so relieved yeah because not only does it save you money it also saves time stress all of that in the lead up to christmas if you're not rushing around trying to yeah. buy a load of presents and, and and like that you don't really want to do um and that you don't even so, know if people will like in yeah, the first place and exactly. we've all got so much stuff yeah and take this to like like you said george just say to them take the pressure off just yeah, say just look I don't, don't worry i'm about fine it. thank you i don't like i'd we're rather going to- see you i'd rather see yeah, you for a drink i'd yeah, rather see you for yeah, a coffee yeah, let's yeah. just do, yeah i think yeah, I, th- I think it's it's important to just have those conversations with friends. Good. Let's end on that. Emmanuel, thank you so much for <laughs> coming you. on. <laughs> so, so, so helpful to get all those tips. And you're about to jump onto Jeremy Vine now, so we need to let you go because you're a big TV star. But thank you, thank you. for shedding all of your uh, all of those brilliant insights. I know that you've, you've helped a lot of people today. So thanks a million. Thank you so much. Well, I always feel like when we have conversations about money that I'm doing it all wrong. Oh, die. Well, I sort of feel like some of it, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm clear in my Amex points oh yeah I'm doing this I'm doing that but fundamentally I'm really not doing very well I'm not thinking about it enough I'm not having enough like not having enough chat about it no Um, and I really need to change that because with the kids it's just gonna get out of control unless they learn I'm quite excited I'm quite excited to have conversations with them proper conversations with them about money because it is something that I had at home with my parents and they did instill in me that you know if you want to have your own cash you've got to work yeah I got a got a job in a you know in Merriman's Garden Centre when I was 14 so I feel like I feel like I was I was given the right tools to understand it but there's so much more that I think that they could have done and there's now that we've got a little bit more knowledge around them we're having those conversations that maybe we didn't used to have with our parents we're now having with our children I think they're gonna they're gonna be in a better position yeah that's what I was gonna say because I think a lot of us learn you know you need to earn money and do like you might get pocket money for doing jobs around the house or you know get a job at wherever I think I worked in a deli or something first but I I was never told like about really saving it was almost like oh there's your money from work and you can spend it on whatever you want but then as you become an adult you start to think oh actually no I don't get to do that yeah I don't get to spend it all on everything I want and then you don't also learn that money make you can make money make money which James obviously tries to tell me all the time does he say it like that though because that was a bit confusing what did you just say well I, this is probably why I don't really understand it <laughs> He's always like, money can make money. And I'm like, right, cool. How how does that happen then? I mean, it's all confusing, but it is good. There's people out there like Emmanuel who can 
help us. Help us. Help us. Exactly. Uh, now it's time for our products. George, you want to kick us off? We're not going to do money-saving ones because, you know, as we've just explained. We're not we going to do it. <laughs> no. Actually, do you know what? My first product could be a money-saving product. Oh, yes. Um, I've spoken about it on Instagram, but I am completely converted to period knickers. I won't. I will never go back to buying sanitary towels or tampons ever. So I... I've tried a couple of brands. So I've tried Wooka and B3 underwear and I think they're brilliant. So I will just put, if I've got my period, I'll just put one pair of knickers on, wear them all day, take them off, have a shower and then put another pair on before I go to bed. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. (laughs) Where the hell, if you've got heavy flow... Where the hell does it go? It oh, just, that rhymed, actually. It, I know. Well, if you've got a heavy, heavy flow. No, honestly, it's uh, there's some like absorbent fabric that they're made from. And also, they have to really fit. So you can't like size up in them or anything like that. They've got to be fitted so that there's no leakage. Um, but you just don't see it. Like The, the knickers just absorb the liquid and you just don't right. really know you just wear knickers as normal and then what do you do at the end of the day you have a shower you wash take them off and then I'll put them like in a separate like a little separate laundry basket and I'll have a shower and then I'll put a clean pair on to go to bed so like 12 you know 12 hours 12 hours I'd say um, and then I don't know I've, I only had four pairs but now I've got a few more um, so I can just get through my whole period and then just wash them all at the end this is genius I'm not I'm gonna well I've got such a weird cycle that doesn't really make any sense I've just been spotting for so long now so maybe I need to wear them every day yeah oh, that's the th- do you know what you could do that but what I think it's really great for you know if you're a teenager or you've got teenage yeah. girls going to the toilet and like you hit you know you're in the toilet at school and you can hear that sanit- you know ripping the sanitary towel off of the sticker when it's all a little bit embarrassing it shouldn't be but it is they can just go to school as normal and you know like they'll get changed for PE and no one can see anything oh, it's just normal so knickers good. just for, for those yeah for those sorts of situations I think it's they're amazing but apparently M&S do a really good pair Primark do a really good pair so there all are budgets yeah there there are loads of brands out there doing them I'll tell you what I'd love to do is to send sort of maybe like five out to various you know people that are listening to the podcast for them to road test them yeah exactly and well, then that's get some the different thing. reviews on them yeah because a lot of people are like oh no the Primark ones are rubbish and then someone else will say oh I love the Primark ones so it must be just about how they fit on your body I think that's okay. what it comes down to Okay. Um, so yeah, there we go. Love that, George. Well, from period pants to Maybelline lifter gloss plumping, <laughs> hydrating lip gloss seamlessly. Uh, no, you know that uh, both George and I are obsessed with makeup, obsessed with lip, lip gloss. In fact, all things beauty, we could talk about all day long. But I think I have found my ultimate favourite lip gloss. It is so How good. How good it is, is so this good. lip gloss? It's got, I think it's, I think, I think I'm going to get it right. Um, I think it's got like... I think called hyd- yeah, hydrolonic acid. Hyaluronic acid. Yeah, it has. Um, but basically, sometimes I think lip glosses can go a bit sticky, and you know when it's sort of and it go, they go a bit messy. This gives this amazing kind of dewy, glossy look. Great, but it's also plumping, so it does give. I did, we did a little um, makeup tutorial on it, which is on our grid, so you can have a little look. Uh, but I always line the lips just slightly wider than they are. You know, not not like it's 1994, <laughs> but just a little bit. Um, and then that just goes on seamlessly and I love it. I had it in Ibiza with me all weekend. It's amazing. amazing yeah, and amazing, it's, amazing. how much is it? 8 99 8 99 like that. So oh, good. This is suddenly budget. Great. You know what? My next one is actually a, a money product. So we worked with Starling 
a few months ago um, and we actually bank with them at Mama's. So I signed Axel up to the Kite Card uh, two weeks ago now because I have to be honest, just the spending was just a bit getting out of control. Yep. He's collecting these match attacks, football cards, and they're two pounds a pack, whatever. So I don't know if we're in WH Smith or we're in Sainsbury's or whatever, he'd be like, oh, can I have a few packs? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, of course. I have a few packs, loves them, takes them out, reads about all the players, puts them in this book. But I was finding we were buying him a few packs three or four times a week sometimes. Um, And, you know, just not without, just without thinking about it. So I've signed him up to the kite card. And so now he'll have to do certain things to earn a couple of packs. So that could be doing well in his spelling test. That could be making sure he puts his clothes in the washing basket, anything like that. And then he'll go through and like tick off what he's done. And then he can, he can basically charge us and say, oh, that's, well, it's, the packs are two pounds, so it'll be into like he'll get two pounds for each task. Amazing, but it, we're going to have to put a cap on it. I think it's not going to be like ten packs a week. Or anything like that. <laughs> He's literally addicted to buying them, isn't he? Probably be like, oh Hoover, don't worry. Oh me, yeah, I'll cook dinner. Yeah, breakfast in bed. <laughs> and just like that. You've got a new member of staff working for you. Brilliant. Um, So I'm going to talk about Habitat, actually, because do you remember Habitat? Like, they were kind of big years and years and years ago. And there was a shop when I lived... In, in Fulham there was a shop on the King's Road that I used to go to and I used to like peruse it yeah. but obviously you know felt a bit too grown up for me they've been bought out by Sainsbury's right yeah have also got Argos and they're all under the same group and I just need to give special massive shout out because um, you can't see it but behind me is Isla's new desk that I got from Habitat online I got a desk and I got a side table the desk was in, in the clearance which reduced from 70 to 30 it's absolutely beautiful it I've got loads of other bits and pieces I'm looking around her room here but they've just got it's just you know it's it's just really great quality and it's it's put together like an art you know like um an ikea so it's flat pack stuff but seems much more simple to assemble as well and people have been coming in here being like oh my gosh where's that desk from like habitat got it online it came the next day i was gonna say and you can also get stuff that comes the same day which blows my mind i once ordered a fold-out desk yeah i remember that nine o'clock in the morning and it was here by 1 30 or something um so yeah really really great delivery and there's so many great options on there yeah brilliant love it all right thank you so much for listening to today's podcast we really hope that it was helpful um as always please 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 rate review subscribe and give the podcast a little follow yeah and if there are any topics you'd like us to cover in these friday q a's then please do send suggestions over via dm on instagram we're at made by mamas and we'll be back on tuesday Made by Mamas is an insanity podcast production and today's episode was produced by the lovely Charlotte Mason. Insanity Group. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. 
Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.